KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Encore. I'm Flashpoint host Cherry Gregg. Probation reform is making headlines all over the place in Pennsylvania. So for this week, I decided to bring back our interview with Reform Alliance President and CEO Van Jones, as well as its chief legal officer. Um, I thought you might want to take a listen and just see what Reform Alliance and a number of other coalition partners are pushing and hoping to get passed in Pennsylvania by the end of this year. Take a listen. With me on the phone is Reform Alliance CEO Van Jones and Chief Legal Officer Monique Houghton Worrell. Welcome to Flashpoint. Happy to be here. Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. So Reform Alliance is working hard in Pennsylvania, I hear, Van. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, uh, Pennsylvania, great state, beautiful people, really, really messed up probation system, though, as the whole world found out when Meek Mill wound up because he was on probation having a, uh, get, he got sentenced to four years uh, back in prison because he popped the wheelie. And people said, well, gee, that's terrible. And it turns out that, unfortunately, Pennsylvania is like in the bottom three for uh, states having way too many people caught up on, you know, probation, parole, uh, community supervision. Uh, it, uh, the, what we've learned and what we're working to fix with a lot of people, right, left, black, white, brown, everybody in Pennsylvania coming together, is that the probation system is like a spider's web of catch-22s. Literally, I think a nun would have a hard time uh, navigating probation. People who are not committing any new crimes at all are going back to prison because some of these conditions are literally impossible to meet. Uh, You've got to be at work on time. You've got to go every day. At the same time, you've got to be across town with your probation officer for three hours, what job is going to let you disappear for half a day every week? It's just crazy. And so we've got a, a bill uh, called the Smart Probation Act that will fix the system, will we'll make it possible for people to be set up to succeed and not fail, and it's very exciting. Yeah, and so tell us about this act. I understand uh, that Pennsylvania is one of uh, you know a number of states that has no cap on um, probation time and things like that. And I understand this bill would deal with that issue. That's, that's uh, what we're hoping and expecting. Uh, the final language is, is being worked out and hammered out. Uh, but our view is very simple. We think that there need to be caps on how long somebody can be on probation. Uh, you got people on probation 18 years, 20 years. You know, it's just that it doesn't make any sense. Um, also, uh, we don't think people should be going back to prison for committing non-crimes. Look, you, know, you show up late to your probation officer. There might there need to be something done, but put somebody in prison for three months, six months, a year, it makes no sense. So we want, yeah, you shouldn't go back to prison for non-crimes. There should be a cap on how long you can be on probation. Um, and also, if you're doing well, how about some carrots? I mean, if you're, if you're doing everything you're supposed to do, and you're signing up for classes, and you're doing all, well, geez, shorten the sentence and get the person on with their life. The point of probation is to give people a shot to turn their lives around. So we think it's just a bunch of stupid stuff uh, on the books that nobody's really looked at, that doesn't make any sense. We're going to clean all that stuff out, and uh, our belief is we're going to actually be able to give people, uh, it's going to cost less, and you're going to have more public safety because more people are going to be able to turn their lives around, but be good moms, be good dads, be good workers, be good entrepreneurs, and not have this thing just dragging them down every day. 
And, uh, you know, we're, we're very, very hopeful about the Smart Probation Act. Yeah. And so you've kind of separated the issue of probation from parole at this instance. Yes. Uh, you know, the probation system uh, is, a, is a little bit uh, easier to fix. Um, and you know, obviously this whole, you know, Free Meek movement and the Reform Alliance and all that kind of stuff really uh, came out of a, a big concern about how probation is being done. Uh, you know, we, we plan on being, and we've got a great uh, set of coalitional partners uh, American Conservative Union, Families Against Mandatory Minimums, I mean, left and right. So we're, you know, we'll be in Pennsylvania for a while, but we think before Christmas we can fix the probation system. Yeah. And we've got bipartisan support. We've got bills in both houses with Democrats and Republicans, white and black, coming together, plus the governor's support. So there's a real chance to get something done by Christmas. And I think, you know, in a country as divided as we have become, the idea that this issue is bringing people together across racial lines, regional lines, and party lines uh, is really, really exciting. Yeah, and I want to say that um, I've covered this issue for for quite some time, and, and, and there are so many Republicans who are supportive, and there's a big economic reason for that. And could you explain that? Well, we're wasting money. I mean, it's just bottom line. Um, you know, hundreds of millions, you know, ultimately billions of dollars being wasted on a system that's dumb. Uh, you know, we should be setting up springboards to success and not trap doors into failure. If you took all the people who were on probation and you had the budget to help them, you, the last thing you would do is say, hey, let's just pay a bunch of, you know, people who you know, work for the government to just, you know, trail them, nail them, and jail them. And, that, and that's, that's going to be our response. Now you'd say, hey, hey how about we, you know, we get folks some help, some counseling, financial um, literacy programs, uh, anger management, all the stuff people need. Uh, you know, job training, job opportunities, uh, you know, maybe some help, help with daycare. I mean, you come up with anything besides what we've come up with. And it's not just Pennsylvania. It's a national problem. But Pennsylvania's got such a great shot to fix it because you've got so much bipartisan support. Yeah. And you all had a, a lobbying day in Harrisburg. You've been really busy because I have to tell you, people were afraid of Van. They were afraid that, you know, once Meek Mill got out of prison, that you guys, the Reform Alliance, was going to go and just leave Pennsylvania hanging, but you guys have been working hard to make sure people know that that is not true. It's not true, and I'm so proud that you know Monique and I and others on the team, uh, you know, we're committed. You know, Meek Mill himself said the first thing he said when he got out of prison is, "It's not about me." Uh, he said, you know, he said to take down free Meek and put up, you know, uh, justice reform, and um, and it's out of that that the Reform Alliance was, was born. You know, we and we have we're proud to have a lot of big names. Whether you're talking about a Jay Z or whether you're talking about a Meek Mill or you know, Robert Smith or any of these, these big names, you know, certainly Michael Rubin. Um, but what's been more impressive and what's been more exciting, I think, for all of us is that regular folks at the grassroots level, local elected officials, DAs, probation officers themselves are coming forward saying this is such a big problem and it could be fixed with a few smart changes. Let's get together and make it happen. So we're going from Meek Mill to millions of people involved with the Reform Alliance. That's our goal. Yeah. And so I understand that one of the goals and, and Mike Rubin was here in Philadelphia, you know, talking. He had a live event at our PHL, a BPHL festival talking about this issue specifically and your website. Everybody says a million people over the next five years to be free from this system. What's the ground game on getting that done? Well, um, you know, we're starting in Pennsylvania. Uh, we, we're, we're building out nationally. You know, one of the reasons that we're you know so inspired is because, you know, Monique, who's one of the the great uh, uh, lawyers of our time, uh, you know, looking into this stuff, you know, she's found so many cases that are just heartbreaking. 
and it's the heartbreak of those cases that really drives this thing forward. I, I don't want to I don't want to talk more than Monique does because you know she's she's the one that's really seeing on a daily basis how bad the situation is in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and so Monique, I remember meeting you at one of the rallies uh, where you specifically were saying, "Look, we're looking for folks," and I know you got calls. Some of them weren't the right uh, type of cases, but you've been finding them. And tell me about what you've been finding. Yeah, so there's just been an outpouring of, you know, people contacting us who have been severely impacted by the probation system and just, you know, goes to further substantiate how broken the probation system is in Pennsylvania. You know, I can think of one young man off the top of my head He's 23 years old, serving a 23-year probation sentence. That's insane. No one should be on probation for 23 years. Um, you know, if you look at the, the bill that we're trying to uh, pass, there's studies and there's research that shows that probation has an expiration date as far as its effectiveness is concerned. And, and 23 years is certainly far beyond that. Uh, there's another woman who was imprisoned for a technical violation, and she literally died in prison. She went into cardiac arrest. The jail refused to provide her with her seizure medication. She went into cardiac arrest and had to be resuscitated um, and suffered you know, severe brain injury as a result of it. So the, the egregiousness of these individuals who have just been impacted and harmed by the system um, it's really unsettling, and as Van said, it's heartbreaking, and we're wanting to change that for these and many more. Yeah, and I feel like there's a momentum that is building. Do you agree that is making this, um, making the time to be now, so to speak? Well, absolutely. I think that the individuals have been inspired by Meek Mill and his case, and they are speaking up. You know, I've met with people and I've said, you know, I understand that you are currently on probation, and if you don't want to speak out, we understand that. And they've said, no, we want to speak out. We want to change the system, not just for ourselves, but for others like us. We understand what it means to be impacted, and the time for change is now. So, yes, I would agree there is definitely a momentum um, in, on the ground. Now, we're, we're talking about by Christmas. I know that a lot of pretty much all the Philadelphia lawmakers have been um, on board with this. They were in Philadelphia. I remember, Van, I remember you guys were all here uh, doing a big press conference saying that this bill, these these Senate bills, House bills were um, were ready and that you wanted to build the report, the support. What makes you so confident that we can accomplish this? And, and it would be like record. I mean, quick, <laughs> that if we're able to get it done this year. Well, I mean, the, the reason is that uh, the system is so broken and so dumb, and the, the, the fixes are so smart and so obvious that, um, you know, it's not going to take a lot of debate. A lot of the people who are the stakeholders in this have been meeting uh, behind the scenes, uh, sometimes happy, sometimes sad, sometimes mad, sometimes glad. But, you know, there's, there's, there's basically a common-sense view now of, of what could be done, that roughly people are in the same spot. So when you've got essentially some common-sense fixes, you've got an urgent problem. This is, this is one of the biggest untold stories. Mm. When you have this many people who just are living in daily terror. Can you imagine waking up every day not knowing if you're going to go to prison because you got a flat tire and couldn't get to you know, your, your probation appointment or because, you know, the, the bus was late? Or... You know, you got to figure out a way to get to work and to your probation office, and you got to pick up the kids, and you know, you can only do two, 
And if you do, but any one of those can send you back to prison for child endangerment or not join up. I mean, people are living in terror every single day. It's a form of psychological, emotional torture that does not increase community safety and costs a ton of money. So, you know, when you explain it to people, like nobody's out there, out there defending the system. The crazy thing is, nobody's out there saying we've got a great probation system. Nobody's defending it. And so that's why I think when you have the great leadership that you've got um, on this issue, um, uh, you know, coming from the legislative level, um, you know, Delosier and Harris and um, uh, 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 Tony Williams and others, uh, you've got, I think, a really, really amazing coalition and a real shot to get something done. And the last thing I'll say is this, on criminal justice, period, and you know this as well as I do, it's been two generations yeah. of rushing bills through in the wrong direction with no thought, with no data, with no sense. Now you've got study after study. This is everything we're talking about is either being done in other states, um, or you know, is uh, well, everything we're talking about is being done in other states, and it's backed up by data. Let's start moving in the smart direction, in the right direction, and uh, let's start with this. I mean, we had a clean slate last year. Let's get this one done. Every year, uh, we should get at least one or two uh, fixes done to the criminal justice system across this country. Nick, wonderful. And so will this Smart Probation Act, i got to ask uh, some of the mechanics, I know it's still being worked out, but would it be retroactive and deal with this, would it sort of like this 23-year Monique person who's on probation for 23 years, would it automatically cap these folks? I want to make sure that, you know, folks who are listening know that this this would affect their current sentences as well and not just be forward-looking. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we, we are... Uh, every version of the bill that we have, have seen and that we've talked about is retroactive. You'll never clean up the system if you create two systems, one that makes sense and one that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. you've got you've got to you know you got to have one system. You got to administer it fairly. But yes, we are definitely talking about retroactivity. And if people want to get involved and help, yeah. uh, reformalliance.com is one way to do that. There are many groups working on this. We're proud to be among those groups. Um, but you know we're we're pushing as hard as we can along with our allies on the left and the right. Uh, but reformalliance.com is a way to get plugged in. Wonderful. And so should people be calling their Congress per- or their state lawmakers and saying, you know, we yeah. want this to Smart happen? Smart probation. Smart probation. That's all. They, you know, you know the, in the House, it's uh, uh, Bill uh, 1555. I think in the Senate, it's Senate Bill. I believe it's 14. Uh, but just say smart probation. Now, every, everybody will know what you're talking about, that we need smart probation reform, and we need it this year. No point in waiting. Uh, give, let's give... Let's give everybody on probation, and we're talking about, you know, we add all together tens of thousands of people and their family members. Let's give everybody on probation uh, the best Christmas present ever by finally putting them in a system that works and that makes sense and that's fair. Wonderful. So I want to say thank you so much to you, Van Jones, and to you, Monique Houghton Worrell. Uh, and check out reformalliance.com to get plugged in to share your story uh, and call your state lawmakers. <laughs> Smart probation, right? Yes. Hey, thank you for your thank you for your interest. This has been a Flashpoint Encore. Thank you so much for listening. To hear the entire show that aired this past weekend, you can log on to kywnewsradio.com slash Flashpoint. You can also download the radio.com app, Apple Podcast app, or other platforms. All you got to do is search Flashpoint KYW. And please, please, please subscribe. You can also rate and leave comments about the show. We need your reviews to get us to the top. You can also follow us on Twitter. The handle is Flashpoint Show. I'm Flashpoint host Cherry Gregg. Thank you so much for listening.